Welcome to Halloween. 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 I discovered it. <laughs> the key to the whole thing. Don't you see? The secret is music. Halloween. <laughs> Everybody's invited. Oh, there it is. Every bloody was frightened. And the zombies all dance to be Babalula. I like this longer version. Halloween shit. Yeah, me too. Welcome back, everybody. We're not quite live from not quite Hollywood, California. We're not quite the guys you were hoping for, and we're listening to, you guessed it, not quite the songs you want to hear. <laughs> it's Shindig Radio. Thanks for joining us again. Yeah, now, yeah. I fucked this up last time, uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come right out of the gate with this too. My left, he has survived every episode of Shindig Radio and two episodes of Reality Shark Tank. He's the ghoul with the golden voice. He's Graham C. Schofield. Graham! <laughs> Graham! <laughs> That's pretty fucking great. Yes. What uh, is that? That is, well, that, that's Graham, but that is Scissor Fight. That is a song called Cramp, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it, just, it, just, it just totally sounds like, sounds like they're saying oh, Graham man. over and over again. It's amazing. It's pretty great. Thank I remember that band. I it appreciate that. Exactly. I like, saw them play. They were like fat dudes with beards. <laughs> I saw them play in my hometown, which was awesome. They played at the fairgrounds. Love that band. That's funny, man. Scissor fight. Get into it. <laughs> can, Balls you play deep. can you play it one, one more time? One more time. Yeah. All right, let's, let's do mosh. it. <laughs> yes. That's right, everybody. It's me. Dude, that's your that's your WWF entrance music. Right? That's what I like, told him. Oh man, that's perfect. That is pretty good. You gotta have a big mask on, like Vader, though, and take it off, like as you're coming in. I just have a big mask of myself <laughs> and take it off. <laughs> It'd be a smaller well, me. A huge Day of the Dead Graham head. And not to be outdone to his left. He has also survived every episode of Shindig Radio and amazingly, an entire season of Locked Up Abroad. He's the ghoul with the rake tool. Mikey, Mikey, Mikey. <laughs> Mikey, 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 Mikey. And I'm not the same guy. <laughs> right. I'll take it. M-I-K-E-Y. M-I-K-E-Y. Much, man. That's my oh, interview. That's great. Dude, good that, find, good find. That's the guy. Yeah. That's the toilet bowl cleaner guy. Yeah. And if you go on YouTube. Toilet bowl cleaner. Yeah, the toilet bowl cleaners. The guy from Spotify that you. No, no, but that's his name? That's the name on Spotify. I don't oh, know. weird. The toilet bowl cleaners. There's nothing I can do. I always pee when I poo. <laughs> <laughs> Is that him? That's him. But you're, you're, uh, yeah, I don't know. We're He's the odd man who sings about poo, pee, and absolutely puke, puke. And if you go on YouTube, he literally sings like everybody's name. Like he's just the guy that sings everyone's name. Check it out. Derek, 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 Derek. <laughs> 
He sings it like this every time, too. Derek. He's got a thing. Derek. Derek. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. And of course. Graham, 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 Graham. <laughs> nice pronunciation. Graham. Yeah, he's saying it right. Graham. Graham. <laughs> Thank you. That's hilarious. But that guy yeah, and you—that's genius. And you—you you showed us that guy last yeah. year at some point, and he's just a dude that just sings songs about poo. Like that's well, and, and all pee sorts. and puke. Yeah. <laughs> I always say that like pee, he also poo, sings about celebrities. He will about them pooing. No, no, it's just how they're nice people. Yeah. Yeah. He has celebrity albums. He has name albums, and he has poo and pee albums. But he's got the celebrities peeing and pooing too. I'm sure he does. Yeah, that's because he also there. has names plus pooing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most immature thing, but it's so fucking hilarious. Like anytime yeah. I listen to that guy, I can't stop laughing at yeah. his goofy songs. I think pee and poop, like it resonates at any age. It doesn't really matter. It just kind of hits yeah. some special place in the humor heart. But <laughs> it is funny. When I, when you played us that, I was shitting my pants laughing so hard <laughs> that I started realizing how actually funny that shit is. I'm like, I feel like an idiot that I'm laughing this hard at this. Mm -hmm. It's fucking yeah. ridiculous. I'm driven around by myself listening to that. It just comes on and I leave it on because I'm like, I'm, I'm it's killing me right now. <laughs> There's some good ones. <laughs> Push out your poop. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Push out your poop. That sounds Derek. okay. Derek. 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 They all fall the same formula. Eat shit, Derek. I quit it. Oh fuck, man. This is too much to start off with. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Killing me. All right. Well, we'll get... <sighs> well, we'll get on with it because there were, a, there were a couple of pieces of business I wanted to get to. Yeah, try it, you little ball fucking. I'll knock you through the wall. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I don't have to listen to garbage like that coming from you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that. Look, Graham, you know, I... I think it's time that you start to, you know, seek some professional counsel. Oh <laughs> this is a very name-based oh, motherfucker. episode we have I going forgot. on. You got that from here. the Vagrant. The I forgot vagrant. about the Vagrant. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> Bill Paxton is Graham. Yeah. It's his last Everybody's name. saying Graham in the movie, too. You know how some people in a movie have a name, but nobody refers to them by the name. They just talk to him. Oh, yeah. Everybody in the Vagrant is like, Graham, listen. Yeah. Like, it's unnatural. It's, it's one weird. of the things that annoys me in movies, but it's funny as hell. <laughs> but no, I am proud to say that we officially got our first real iTunes review. How do you like that? Dick face. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what did they say? Uh, like you were saying, technically, SIG. That's Neutron, right. who some of you may know, uh, gave us a review when we first started. A very nice review. But we kind of, we, we know Sig, so it doesn't... It was nice of him to do. It was nice of him to do. And he was a, he was a face-off contestant. Yeah. Yeah, I has. think he won one of the seasons. Did actually. he really? Yeah. Holy shit, Sig. Right a lot on. of people know Sig. I mean, that Oh, yeah. Like I'm sure famous. a lot of people listening know him. And a lot of people win those seasons. 
<laughs> Graham is making paranoid accusations. <laughs> what is that, the hell? Is that my mom? Yeah, that was, I asked Bonnie. I said, hey, do you want to you record some sounds for us over here? Uh, but no, this was a brand new review, which we got back in April. And I just noticed it myself a few weeks ago. It was from user... Emma loves ST on iTunes. Apparently, she was a fan of the website and the playlist and just recently found out that there was a podcast to go with it. So she went through and listened to them all and then told the world how much she enjoyed it. She particularly enjoyed our soundboards here uh, and any mass talk that happens to fall out of us. She looks forward to all the new episodes. So thank you, Emma. If that is your real name. What is her name? Emma loves ST. I don't know what that iTunes review thing does. Is that a thing? Like, does it do something for you? It does something for somebody who's looking. Like, does it? But it doesn't do anything for us. Like, give us money. Like, oh, yeah. Like, no. Does it like push us up? Of course it does. does. It pushes us up. All Thanks right. for pushing us up, Emma. Yeah. Five star us. Review it. It just like looks like people are listening, and yeah, then right? they get excited, and then they maybe you know maybe more people hear about it. I yeah, know. I feel like we're we're talking into the bottomless void of the internet here. We don't know what the fuck. Thank you, Emma. We're talking from the bottom, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, thank you, and Emma also. Push out your poop. <laughs> Push out your poop. <laughs> These guys are good. They'll make it. Yeah, those guys are good. They're going to make it. Uh, I might have to cut that. <laughs> you want to say that? You good with that? She listens I mean, to the show. That's not yeah. offensive. She loves it. All right. She loves it. I don't have to listen to garbage like that coming from you, buddy. Uh, also, Graham, you had a, dare I say, correction you oh, wanted to address? Is that correct? Corrections. Hold on, buddy. Shindy correction. Oh, shit. made a big mistake. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit. Wow. That blew me away, actually. Yeah. That, that was, was pretty awesome. rad. That was you. I can't believe I tried to do, outdo myself before that. Right. <laughs> uh, well, okay. It, it, you know, I don't know if anybody noticed, but in the last episode... We were discussing East L.A. Warriors. Indeed. And uh, it does have a one, Kamar De Los Reyes, who's a salsa dancer. And I was saying his name was just some sort of simple one-word name, like Juan or something like that. And I was wrong. Sancho. <laughs> this is, and I was right. He is a dancer. Salsa's Kamar De Los Reyes. And you'll see him in Cold Fire as well. Nice. Now that was very stupid, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is pretty good, though. Oh, God. That's a good correction, though, because somebody might be searching for this guy. You yeah. Know? Check him out, though. In, in Cold Fire, he fucking kills it. He's one of the better actors in Cold Fire. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You've just been a part of a... Shindy correction. Just made a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. I've got about like five of those with different uh, clips at the end. So that's so cool. Hopefully, we'll have more corrections 
uh, in the future. Well, hopefully we're smarter in the future. Yeah, we don't know, need we to always, correct. We, we don't know shit. Things. Well, let me just say, I, I hope you guys are looking for corrections for me, because I'm not looking for them for me, so I I probably need to correct some shit that I'm not even aware of. Now, you're probably right, but I haven't noticed any in the last couple of episodes. I wouldn't have even picked up on that, because I didn't look up the guy from East LA Warriors, but you said that to me the other day. You were like, yeah, that's not his name. <laughs> his name yeah. is definitely more than one word. It's three words. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. And yeah, Kamar is like a, that's a completely different name than yeah. Juan. So that's good. That's a good catch. I yeah, think. it's slightly less racist. Salsa dancer turned uh, crime movie actor. Yeah, that's pretty good. Talented right? guy. Uh, there was one more thing that I wanted to do here at the top of the show. Graham, as many listeners know, and as you yourself have proclaimed, you are the bearer of presents. Oh, yes, you are, Graham. (laughs) (laughs) One might even go as far as to call you the gift giver. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. What's a pleasant surprise. (laughs) They're always a pleasant surprise, Graham. You know how that feels, right? Doesn't feel too good. No, it does feel good, Marty. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't know where that was going, huh? I didn't. So I'm a gift giver. You are the gift giver. It's true. Like Uh, Santa Claus. Yeah, you've given us a lot of things over the course of the show. And I thought for once, we should give you something. So I have a gift here. I was at CD Trader the other day. And what to my wandering eyes should appear but... This Swayze record, oh, 89 shit. was the year. Oh. Look at that shit. Oh. That's crisp. Oh. <laughs> that is a 12-inch Roadhouse oh my soundtrack. God. And covered. look at the back. Dude, look at the Wade Tai Chi. doing Tai Chi on the back. Yeah. You got the, the doctor. Oh, look at Wade Garrett drunk. Yep. I think he's probably stabbed <laughs> right then. Sweaty oh. Tai Chi it yep. is really important to throw on the back of there. That, this is amazing, man. Yeah, there Thank you, go, you, buddy. Oh, this is what, what a great <laughs> gift. It's man. fucking Roadhouse. Nobody loves the Roadhouse soundtrack as much as Gramsci Sofield. <laughs> so when I saw it there, I was just like, Graham! Yes. <laughs> wow. That's Chris, man. I got to say. I was in good shape. I, I, feel, I feel tougher just holding this. Yeah, you should. Well, thank you very much. Indeed. Enjoy that. Give- it was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> it was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> While we're on gifts, I brought a little bag of gifts, too. Nothing that's quite as Whoa, what? spectacular, but... Oh, shit. I got a couple little things. We're all just giving each other stuff here. Hopefully not going feet. What you got? What do you got In over the there, spirit Graham? of Graham's last gifts to us, oh, I got you guys some Fright Flicks cards. Oh, nice. From oh, Tops. shit. Look at Original, oh, wow. old school... And uh, you're going to have to fight over whether you oh, get dude. the Pumpkinhead pack or the Amy from Fright Night pack. Uh, I mean, I you know. mean the, the Halloween monster? Yeah. 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 Das Halloween, Halloween monster. You've got that. Das Halloween monster. Fuck yeah. It's coming at Hell me. Yeah. Fright Flicks. These are awesome. The gum oh, is also gum still in there. in there. That's where I got that, um, that, that sticker that I have on my toolbox at work that says, Do the Freddy. And he's doing the fucking Freddy. It's a Fright Flick sticker. Oh, dude. Awesome, That's dude. some good shit right there. I'm, I'm pumped. All right. And then I have personalized gifts as well. Oh, what oh, the shit. fuck? You got more shit? Yeah, yeah. For Derek, I have a balaclava-style COVID mask that looks like the Part 3 oh, Jason shit. Voorhees Look at mask. this fucking shit. Baklava? 
baklava. Like a baklava mask. <laughs> it just, tastes great. Just smear this baklava all over your face. Because we were on Horror Timelines. We did Dead Last with Josh Spiegel. Horror Timelines on YouTube. Check it out. We did a, a Friday the 13th Dead Last episode. We ranked the, the series. So I was going to give that to everybody. I still have to give Josh and Christy theirs. So oh, what? This is like a dick sleeve or something. Look at how long that is. Dick sleeve? You could put your whole dick in <laughs> That's there, your dude. Dick size, man. That's insane. Dicks in That's like a road cone. And then <laughs> for Graham, <laughs> I have a, a special snack time treat for Graham. Vintage. Batman the movie Hard Candy from 1989. <laughs> if you're you brave need. enough to munch on that. Is that the candy? That's literally, no, that, this little inside. Batman head is filled with candy. Okay. I, I would imagine like sweet tarts. I don't hear it making any noise. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, maybe it is edible. And if you check the date on that fucker, 1989. So you can, you can eat... Candy out of Michael Keaton's head. Yeah. Vintage oh, I love candy. how it just says candy, too. It's not even like any kind of Batman or anything. It just says candy. Just candy. Batman's just generic head. candy. Uh, let, me, let me take it out, though. I kind of want to... Oh, shit. break the seal? Break hey, the man, seal. it's up to you. That's a, that's a vintage collectible, but other than that, you might want to try that candy. There might be some magic in it. I'm kind of afraid now that I'm thinking about how old this is. <laughs> It sounds like, like it sounds 30, like Matt's colon. It's thirty-one years old, <laughs> kind of like Matt's colon. <laughs> Dude, have you ever seen these cards before? Oh yeah, they're awesome. Oh yeah, with the weird quotes on them that have yeah. nothing to do with they're the funny movie. jokes. Yeah, just jokes. Yeah, honestly, it's relevant too to what we're talking about today because one of the things that we're going to talk about. I, I mean, I, my only real experience with it has been the fright fucking cards. Fright cards. Yeah. All right. Boom. There fright it is. Fright Night sticker. Get into it. With Marcy Darcy. Dude, and you got her on the front, too. Yeah. Oh, shit. I, there's some gum for you, too. Yeah. Yeah, watch out for that gum. I watched Matt eat the gum out of uh, one of those dinos attack. Ooh. He spit it right out. He said it tastes like cardboard. I'm sure. But yeah. Stop being right. a fucking dinosaur and get a job. <laughs> <laughs> I love that quote, actually. <laughs> Derek gave me the one with, like, from American Werewolf with, with the warmonger Nazi demon oh, yeah. shooting. Oh, shit, look. That, that's the it? best. Now, now you put on the bunny outfit. That is the best, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I gave you? That's fucking As nuts, As you were dude. talking about it, he As I'm saying it. Fucking, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I got it on my refrigerator. Come on, you boogery wacko. I haven't got all fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. All right, well, we got all the business out of the way, so let's just... Well, thank you for the gifts. Yeah. I appreciate it. Enjoy, that. everybody... Everybody enjoy. Appreciate the gifts. You know what really gets my dick hard? Helping out my friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that would have to do. Yeah. All right. So, last episode, we gave listeners the thing that they seemed to want the least. And they responded by listening to it more than a lot of the other episodes. So, huh. to reward that goodwill and spirit, I thought for this episode, we'd do the exact opposite and give people the thing that they seem to want the most. Huh. Now, our most popular episode of the show happens to be episode 10 for a few 
title tracks more. Really? Indeed. Interesting. Which I'd also like to note is the episode where Kyle was our guest. Uh-huh. I, I don't know if that's just because people love Kyle or he force-fed that episode to the entire Chesapeake Bay hmm. smothered in chutney. Like, I don't know what... I don't know what Kyle was doing for that, but he pumped that show up uh, a whole lot. So it may not be that people like title tracks. They may just want Kyle. You ought to be fucking ashamed of yourself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think people should be ashamed of themselves that Kyle's episode is the one that everyone loves. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's chicken shit. (laughs) (laughs) But we can't produce Kyle at the moment. However, there is no shortage of title tracks in the world. So we're coming at you with another round of totally random title tracks here on uh, since we've been doing that whole completely random Sergio Leone thing. I'm going to call a fistful of title tracks. Sounds like a real winner, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Ah, about a real winner. We'll see. All right. All right. We're going to kick off this evening with the new wearer of the intercontinental belt of oldest true title track on the shindig, or it will be when it debuts this Halloween on the playlist. And it's one hell of a grooving tune from 1968. Let's see if you can figure out what this one's called. Open the door, you'll find the secret. To find the answer is to keep it. Wings Hauser? It's not Wings Hauser, but it is the Green Slime from 1968. Uh, That song was uh, produced by surf pioneer Richard Del Vecchio, who was uh, originally of the Bel Airs and later went on to be in the Challengers. It is sung by a Frank Zappa member named Rick Lancelotti. Hmm. who was known by the stage name Rick Lancelot. Apparently, you can hear him on Frank's albums Overnight Sensation, Lather, and The Lost Episodes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Also interesting about Lancelotti was that he was known for occasionally appearing on the ABC show Shindig as the house singer. Huh, that's a little weird. Odd. He was also an occasional vocalist on the Sid and Marty Croft Saturday Morning Variety Nightmare the Banana Splits. So if you've ever seen the Banana Splits, <laughs> the guy singing this song is a Banana Split or whatever they had him. Whatever they had him singing. I don't know. Green Slime! <laughs> <laughs> That's such an awesome song. I just put this movie on randomly and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll watch Green Slime, whatever. And then this guy just starts shouting Green Slime at me. And I'm like, dude, what year is this movie from? Because it sounds like totally out of place. Like, you watch this movie and it looks like, I don't know, it looks like fucking Toho remade This Island Earth and then had a bunch of Sigmund sea monsters in it. Tons of models. (laughs) Through those models. (laughs) All the models, but really nice models. They look great. They're just way over lit. Everything about those models just looks like, okay. I 
that's a model. <laughs> Everything about that looks like as they, they show. zoom in on it, you're just like, cool, a closer view of this model. <laughs> they hang on everything. Those creature suits are like Octoman like light. Dude, they they're suck. Awesome. They're all they're, like they're like meatball men. <laughs> so funny. They're like super Illuminati with their one fucking eyeball and they're like Brr. That sound yeah. too doesn't fucking stop Big the whole accordion movie. arms. <laughs> oh, it's jarring. I like the I like the slime though. Slime looks cool. Yeah, the slime yeah. looks good. I mean it's fun. If you're into like, you know, sixties sci-fi just monster. It feels right. early sixties. It's just slow moving with its let's explore this space room where they're controlling yeah. a bunch of shit and have them say a bunch of nonsense about the the tools and all the like computers that they're using. Yeah, you don't care. That goes on for a little bit long. And then you're like, give me the slime. It's hilarious though, because this space station or wherever the hell they are, it's just covered in hot chicks everywhere. Hot <laughs> 60 chicks. 60s. And every time they get a chance to like separate themselves from science for five minutes, they're dancing. Everyone's <laughs> just dancing. I'm like, what the fuck is this? What kind of space station is this? Put a leash on it, Tarzan. <laughs> It's hilarious. That's pretty good. They're fighting over hot Italian babes, and it's screwing up the whole mission because there's just hot babes everywhere. The guy sacrifices himself at the end to just save the day. Oh, yeah. That dude, too, Richard Jackal or Richard Jekyll or something like that, he was one of the the Dirty Dozen or one of the guys in the Dirty Dozen. But he looks like that pug-faced badass like Irish guy at one point he's like red like he's so angry (laughs) on set that his face is red in the green slime it's so funny (laughs) he's just perfect looking I love that guy the green slime what can it be what is the reason is this the end to all the it just sounds out of place. It doesn't sound like it belongs in this movie. If you're watching this movie. Because it's like there's two movies going on. You have one movie where they have green slime and this whole mission, and then the other movie where everyone's just dancing to 60s music. Yeah. <laughs> in little little mini skirts. Poop, 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 poop. <laughs> Exactly. That's how how he thinks about it. Uh, A couple of other interesting pieces of information about the green slime. The movie was co-written by the legendary Batman co-creator, Bill Finger. (laughs) Are you familiar with Bill Finger? He was like, there was a whole thing with Bill Finger. We're like, uh, Bob Kane took the credit for every Batman iteration from whenever to shit. I think... Batman versus Superman was the first time Bill Finger got credited, but he pretty much invented everything we know about Batman with Bob Kane, but was just kind of omitted from the entire history what of Batman. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Graham, calm down. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I, I thought we were going to talk about patrolling. <laughs> Uh, also of note, this is a piece of Matt Mistrella trivia for you. This was the film that Joel and the bots watched on the original pilot episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000, way back uh-huh. in 1988. So this is the first one. Wow. The first. Is that where you came across this one? I never saw that original pilot. I don't know if you No, can... I'm just saying, like, how'd you come across this Green Slime movie? Green Slime movie? How did I... Tim. Tim Martin, actually. No shit. Threw green slime at us one time. He was just like, oh, have you ever seen green? Watch green slime. It's just terrible. 
<laughs> it's kind of fun, though. I don't know. Yeah, it's fun. If you know what you're getting into, you yeah. have a good time with it. I mean, I don't know if he mentioned that there was a song, and that's why he told me. I don't remember. It was a couple of years ago but that, that Tim threw me that. So, yeah, Tim Martin. I don't know if you're listening. I wouldn't be if I were you. But if you are, <laughs> hey, thanks, Tim Martin, for the green slime. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for taking it. You're welcome, man. <laughs> All right. Our next title track on this Random title track Roundup comes from 1991. And as a song and a title track, it's pretty solid, at least to the ears. It's got a good beat, says the title over and over again, and it doesn't over-detail a plot that doesn't manifest, particularly with the title Teenage Exorcist. Because as a title to this movie, it's terrible. And while it may just be a repossessed knockoff, Hmm. It does feature, you know, an exorcism. However, that exorcism is performed by a 66-year-old Count Yorga <laughs> on a 37-year-old Brink Stevens. So mm. I'm not sure exactly where the teenager comes in. I'm pretty <laughs> sure nobody in this movie is even in their 20s, much less a teenager. But here it is. From Tim DiNardo, it's Teenage Exorcist. <laughs> It's a cool song, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it rocks. He's got a devil on the run. Oh, yeah. And they're just going to keep saying Teenage Exorcist. Yeah, it really is a title track. Oh, yeah. I feel like they had the song and they were like, we could just call the movie Teenage Exorcist. <laughs> and they were like, wait a minute, is there a teenage exorcist? They were like, man, who cares? Maybe they just heard this song and then hurried up and made a movie real quick. <laughs> and then forgot to put a fucking teenager. And they were like, oh yeah, we didn't get a teen anyway. Maybe more Michael Berryman's in his teens. <laughs> it does have Michael Berryman. He's creeping up the place for sure. Is Eddie Deason supposed to be the teen? He's a pizza delivery boy. He's the boy. pizza delivery boy, and he doesn't perform the exorcist. And he's funny. You know, he's Eddie Pizza Deason. exorcist. Pizza <laughs> exorcist. He doesn't show up till like the end of the movie, though, really. And yeah, he's, he's supposed to be the, the, the main guy, I it guess. It takes a while. Uh, that was a Fred Olin Ray story, but he didn't direct the movie. Some other guy directed the movie. It kind of feels like Fred Olin Ray. And if it's got Bring Stevens and Michael Berryman, it's, I mean... It's probably Fred Olin That's Ray. Fred Olin Ray. That, that's his, his M.O. Bring Stevens actually wrote the screenplay to Teenage Exorcist, which Hilarious. is pretty weird. Only a few years later, too, they did Spirits, which is basically this exact same movie without <laughs> without Eddie Deason as a pizza boy. And it's got fucking... It's got uh, Chips. What's Chips's name? Ponch? Yeah. Fucking Eric Estrada. It's got Eric Eric Estrada as the exorcist, and it's got kick-ass John Vulich makeup in it. Oh, dude, you know what? I think that fucking Elves poster that I have, I think the other side of the Elves poster is Spirits. No shit. I think it's a fucking dual-sided poster, and that's what's on the other side. I need that, dude. It's some fucking random-ass Eric Estrada. I can't give you my Elves poster. You fucking kidding me? That thing is all... That's one of my favorite makeups. I love that shit. You're not getting my Elves poster. Getting some different lyrics here. Sweet, 
great. Got the devil on the That's a toe tapper. Well, I like this track. What's the name of the movie? I think it's Teenage Exorcist. <laughs> you could plug anything in, though. Any movie that fits those syllables. Chud to Bud the Chud. Chud to Bud the Chud. <laughs> what the fuck? Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. It's perfect. <laughs> this is so awesome. You can do it. Oh, it's perfect. Who is this? It's a guy named Tim DiNardo. Who? So he doesn't have a band? No. And I tried to find... Uh, is it Tim and the DiNardos? <laughs> <laughs> Tim and the DiNardos. No, it's just Tim DiNardo. I looked up information on Tim DiNardo, but I couldn't find anything really on him. I mean, it sounds like a viable 80s like rock band, like cock rock band. You know what I mean? It could be... Should just be Donardo. That'd be a good. That Donardo's pretty good. That works for a lot of guys. Yep. Like like Dio. Dio. Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah, like Eddie Van Halen. Van Halen is a great example. Nardo. It could just be Nardos. <laughs> the Nardos. <laughs> or like D Nardos. <laughs> Nardo. Donardo. This fucking Nardo over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tim Donardo, we like your song, yeah. Tim Donardo. I tried to find more information about it, you, but I just couldn't find it anywhere. Simple song. It's simple, a simple song. song. It gets straight to the point. It's definitely catchy. It's exactly what you want from a title track. Just the title, over and over again. Sounds like a real winner, doesn't it? Yeah, it did sound like a real winner, and that's pretty good timing, Graham. As that brings us to our next title track, and we're gonna revisit a tune. From our last title tracks episode with the uh, with a curiously similar sound from its sequel. But don't think about it too long. I'll throw you out your fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked that whole sentence up, dude. What, what is that? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, I got a fucking problem. I got a big fucking problem. <laughs> I do. I got a big problem over here. We are going to revisit a tune from our last title tracks episode that curiously has a similar title track. From its sequel. Yeah, I don't know what sentence I wrote here. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Get him out of here, bailiff. <laughs> bailiff. Yeah, get him out of here, bailiff. I'm just going to go into it. It's a title track from a sequel to a title track that was on the other one. Get to it. Move. Yeah. <laughs> well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the afternoon $1 movie. I'm your host, Bob Downs. But of course, you know that. <laughs> and today we have a cinema classic for you. The Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Sounds like a real winner, doesn't it? <laughs> okay, let's all get comfy now. Are you comfy? Good. Roll them, Sid. Same. It's got an amped up 80s sound. Oh, yeah. Synth bass. It's got that DX7 bass. Just. 
Same cheesiness, though. Awesome. Yeah. Is that a kazoo? <laughs> Synth and kazoo. Yeah. That's, the, I think, the only time <laughs> those two things are coming together for you. Uh, but this one. This time, music will be our victory, <laughs> not our defeat. <laughs> That's a great clip from John Aston there in Return of the Killer Tomatoes. I don't know about you guys, but the Return of the Killer Tomatoes was the first Killer Tomatoes that I saw. And um, I used to watch the cartoon a lot, too. And the cartoon is based almost entirely just straight off of Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Yep. It was a very funny movie. It's very silly. It's got the guy with, like, the suit and no pants on. He's, he's in the cartoon. <laughs> yeah. That is um, uh, Igor. That's his... Yeah. Uh, his uh, bodyguard, like, he's all wants to be off. a news newscaster. <laughs> yeah, that guy's great. He looks like Bradley Cooper. Yeah, he's weird looking. <laughs> looks like swollen Bradley Cooper. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> Everybody's great. George Clooney. Yeah. Randomly, you got George awesome Clooney in that. that movie, being a slime bag. Who's the main guy? He's the dude from Repossessed. Okay, what, what else was he? I reckon it was because I haven't seen Repossessed. Uh, that's the only thing I really knew him from. I've but seen if his you look face. him up, I don't know, but I, that guy, that's the, the what I know him from is is Repossessed and then, you know, Return of the Killer Tomatoes, but I don't know a funny movie that is. No, it's great. I, and it's filled with all the same types of jokes, just uh, like updated. It's good. These songs are the easiest, easiestly stuck in your fucking head songs oh, dude, on the get planet. Trapped though. in your head forever. Do you remember him? Bringing it back. Bring yeah, back great. to Herbert Farbage. That's a cold. I wants to be like, seriously, this is a good lyric. Oh, he's a TV show. It's ah, a happy ending. Good for Herbert Farbage. It's a weird twist. I love the um, that part of the movie where they have to stop because they've run out of money. And then George Clooney is just like, no. What we got to do is get rid of these generic products and <laughs> start doing some serious product placement. And then they just start doing that whole like Wayne's World style, like totally overt product placement with the cornflakes. Yeah, they're just doing <laughs> commercials. <laughs> and the fucking quad runners from. Yeah, I have a question. When did you turn into a nut bar? <laughs> <laughs> I like the, when they're all fighting. In the restaurant, and then, like, the guy in the back is, like, brushing his teeth with Colgate, yeah, and he's that like... guy with the mustache? <laughs> yeah. That guy's hilarious. <laughs> what do they got? Honda, Honda San Diego. He's like, yes, we will also get on our quad runners from Honda San Diego. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll have Return of the Kill Tomatoes. Sit back, as now the show starts. Clever. But, but if this film does well, you see, we're sure you know predictably it won't be long until all three. And it wasn't. It wasn't too long before I, part, part three. I wonder, <laughs> are the Killer Tomatoes the precursor to the Critters, do you think? Because it's basically the same idea, right? We just roll balls at people, <laughs> and they run from them. Well, the but tomatoes get furry, right? The tomatoes get bigger. I, I Is that with the critters? Yeah, I mean, yeah. they form into the bigger crite ball. What's that? Right. Is that in two or three? Two, I think. Yeah. 
big piece of crate. <laughs> I wonder if someone was watching that, though, and they were like, hey, we got, got a furry one. We'll put all the fur on there, and then we have these little aliens. Do they make a sound? Critters? The crates? Yeah, they're like, blah, 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 and they talk, but then they have subtitles, yeah, they remember? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, fuck yeah. you! Now, I'm sure both of you know a great deal about monsters, but that's not the issue here. The issue is, <laughs> science is real. All right. Monsters are not. Monsters are real. I refuse to use petroleum, but there's no way I could stop it. It's used in my lifetime, is there? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Mark, man, that guy sucks. <laughs> you fucking crazy, man. You sound insane. Do you realize that? <laughs> Don't worry about those crunches, everybody. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry. You're a walking catastrophe. <laughs> With his Gatorade and his Chex Mix. Look, I need to stay fueled. No, I get it. You know how it works. No, that was very stupid, Graham. God, I hate those clips. You say he was eating a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of sandwich was this alleged man eating? She wasn't eating a sandwich this time, actually, folks. He was eating some Chex Mix. But we bleeped it out. You didn't have to hear the Chex Mix. Our next track is also from 1988. I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch this one. It was on uh, Amazon. But uh, this is a pretty good title track from Claude Lahaniff and Hard Roaders. Oh, <laughs> You're giggling. You never, you never heard of those guys? No? no. No, you never heard of those guys? Yeah, well, neither has the internet, because I couldn't find a lick of information on these guys. The only reference I could even muster was that Claude Lahaniff was the drummer for Frankie and the Knockouts. <laughs> Who's Frankie and the Knockouts? Frankie and the Knockouts were a band from the 80s that were led by Academy Award winner Frankie Previtt. Oh. A poop, 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 Well, Frankie uh, Previtt from Frankie in the Knockouts wrote and performed not only the song Hungry Eyes in 1981, mm -hmm. but you guessed it, I've had the time of my life, both re-recorded in 1987 for the film... Dirty Dancing. Dirty. The prequel to Roadhouse <laughs> connecting everything. It's perfect. This is it, Mikey. We're home. <laughs> <laughs> is that like a follow-up to this? Mikey, go home! <laughs> <laughs> That's it, we're home. This is it, Mikey. We're home. Hey, you don't have to worry about it. Thank God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, thus earning him an Academy Award as a the original composer for those songs because I've had the time of my life was written uh, by Frankie Previtt, whose only connection to this song was that Claude Lahaniff was the drummer for Frankie. And uh, so needless to say, Frank would call up Claude and be like, fuck you, you're doing bullshit movies. And I'm doing this. Yeah. Oscar. Yeah. Frankie Previtt's winning Oscar is Claude Lahaniff. I was on the maiden voyage of the Lusitania when I came here to America five years ago. I is that him? <laughs> <laughs> Did I say maiden voyage? My wife didn't fall off that ship. You killed her. That is patently untrue. 
You killed her in one of your ridiculous experiments. It was an accident. Things got out of hand. Dr. Hackenstein, you are a murderer. It's a Shit. No, I didn't watch this. So this is new to me. This That's is great. Funky, man. Yeah, me either, actually. He doesn't like prescriptions. Never mind. He's a laboratory rat. Calls himself an obstetrician. These guys are good. They'll make it. This is the title track. I just smoked a J out in my car a few minutes ago, so feeling a little spacey. <laughs> yeah, that's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, well timed. So, Graham, you did not watch uh, Dr. Hackenstein. How about you, Mike? Did you watch I didn't either. <laughs> no homework done. Yeah, that's I didn't fine. do my homework. That's fine. I think it's actually funnier when you haven't uh, heard the songs. It's, it's okay. Based on that song, though, it sounds like a real fucking winner. Let me say. <laughs> sounds like a real winner, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, when then he starts singing it, it's like, all right. Uh, it's basically Reanimator meets Frankenhooker, but in, like, real Frankenstein time. Like, it's a period piece. All right. That is kind of funny. Is this is 80s, I imagine, from the song? Uh, 88. Which go. is a number that shows up a lot with title tracks. 88 is a big title track year. Uh, but it's pretty funny. But yeah, that's it, he's he's basically doing the same thing Jersey Boy's doing in Frankenhooker. His wife has died, so he's like just taking bits and pieces from these different girls to try to reanimate his wife, who he accidentally killed in an experiment. It has a girl from Phantasm too, and Hardware, the very lovely Stacy Travis. Uh, additionally, you get some fun guest appearances from both Ramses and and Logan. So that's good. You get Ma Fatelli in there. And oh, uh, shit, the yeah. guy from, uh, he's in Scrooged. He's in all kinds of stuff. What was guy. her name? Ann Ramsey. Ann Ramsey. Yeah. Phyllis Diller. Wait, what guy that's in Scrooged? Uh, he's one of the bums. Not, uh, what's his name, but not the main bum who he finds dead, but the one of the other bums. You've seen that guy. That's, that's the her, Richard Burton guy that's like. Yeah, that's her husband. That's Ann Ramsey's husband, Logan Ramsey. Oh, shit. Yeah, right? I see it. Uh, <laughs> what are you saying? What's up with you, man? What you looking at, Kimasabi? <laughs> uh, Phyllis Diller, also in Dr. Hackenstein, and Quality, the cheapskate uh, hotel manager from Ghostbusters. He's actually the guy who starts okay. talking at the beginning of that scene. He's like, I had no idea. It was that expensive. I won't pay it. Yeah. That's him. That's the guy yeah, that's yeah, talking yeah. at the beginning of that song. Huh. Claude Lahanis. Claude Lahanis was in Ghostbusters. singing the song? No. He's just in the mood. And so them all together. They'll bring them back to life. 
Yeah. It's weird because the movie's like a weird period piece, and then it ends with this song. I like that CD Lover wannabe. Dr. Haggis died. It's a pretty funny little movie, and it has uh, it has some pretty cool special effects from Kurtzman, Nicotero, and Burger EFX Group. So I this think is pre K and B. Pre K and B before they were like, "Yo, let's shorten this up a bit." Just abbreviate that shit. This is B C K and B. <laughs> B C K and B EFX. <laughs> <laughs> That's too many letters. Wants your body for his wife. Yeah. That part's gold. It's good. Doctor Hackenstein. Yeah, that's fun. I love it. Great chorus. Good. It's a good title choice. Doctor Hackenstein. <laughs> we give these these songs shit at this era, but if you if this was the '60s or like late '50s, I mean that, that's basically the same thing they're trying to do in the '80s. Oh yeah, and it's you know it's Absolutely. fun. I think I enjoy it. He wants your body for his wife. I want you to actually ask them about the effects that they did in KMB. Oh, I will. Dr. Hackenstein. Because they're not bad. They're actually pretty cool. Dr. Hackenstein. <laughs> be like, hey, Greg, come here for a second. Yeah, they'll get pissed at me. They, they, they always don't do like when I bring up shit that they're they don't like, like. <laughs> not super proud of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think there's any reason to not be proud of the effects that are in Dr. Hackenstein. I think they're fine effects. It's I can almost guarantee cool. that they're not jazzed about. And quite frankly, if you like Reanimator or if you like Frankenhooker, you would probably find something to enjoy in the hour and a half that Dr. Hackenstein is on. I'm sure something about it will be of interest to you and somewhat entertaining. So that's something to watch. It was on Prime. I don't know if it's still on Prime. but I'm pissed that I didn't get to it. Especially now, knowing that there's cool effects in it. I mean, yeah, I'll well, watch something that sucks just for that. Nah, now you can watch it. And I don't give a damn about some son of a bitch in snakeskin boots and a cowboy hat. A <laughs> cowboy hat. God damn, I love William Smith. I fucking love that guy. I wish I had his it's so voice. specific. <laughs> He's talking about, about Bodie. Goddamn Road to Revenge. I love yeah, that fucking movie. Damn about some son of a bitch with a cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. Graham, calm down. <laughs> well, we'll move on to our next title track, which is earlier in life. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. The weather. How's the weather? How is the weather, Mikey? A poop, 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 poop. Oh, that guy's great. He's great on the piano. The Toilet Bowl Cleaners didn't write our next title track. Our next title track was written by The Pretty Things. And The Pretty Things actually have a pretty interesting history. As founding member Dick Taylor was briefly in the Rolling Stones in 1962. Jesus. How do you like that? Dick face. Do you like that dick face? That's a hard fall from Rolling Stones to whatever the fuck we're about to hear. (laughs) 
Uh, but it seemed that the the Rolling Stones had too many guitarists, and uh, Taylor briefly switched to playing the bass before leaving the band altogether and forming the Pretty Things. I wonder if he regretted that decision. <laughs> I don't know, but the Pretty Things did actually have uh, some early success with tracks like Rosalind and created what is generally considered the first rock opera called S.F. Sorrow. But unfortunately, they never quite found the same success as their contemporaries like the Stones or Pink Floyd and the Beatles. But after years of lineup changes, starts and stops, and limited commercial success, the band's 1967 lineup reunited in 1978, and they sort of changed up their sound to match the new wave that was sweeping through England. And it was at this time they made an appearance in The Monster Club. Maestro, to celebrate the installation of a new member, may we hear our song. Like the spooky police. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you read in books about the things that chill the human heart. I was necking with we my girlfriend when she just stepped out the light. Was this singer in Rolling Stones? For the memory as she took Cause this guy's taking himself real fight. seriously in this scene. <laughs> I actually don't know which one is Dictator. I gotta say, in a movie with as much cool songs as the as Monster Club, this is the worst fucking one. <laughs> like it's just not fun at all. And I, when when I saw this, when you like you know briefed us on the list that might be coming up, I'm like. Oh, great. I love that Monster Club song. And I was thinking of Monsters Rule. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, that's fucking great. And then I realized <laughs> that's oh, not the no, title that's track. Not the fucking title track. God damn. I threw it on the playlist last year and it's a fun enough song, you know? I like how they have that random song about being a stripper, which yeah. has nothing to do with monsters <laughs> at all. It's got that cool animated like rotoscope thing where the fucking, uh, where that skeleton does a little strip tease. The weirdest thing. Movie. Great. Yeah. It's a great. Horror anthology with yeah. I want to say great. Well, it's, but a fun, it's a fun <laughs> it's horror fun. anthology. Yeah. It's got John Carradine. You got fucking Vincent Price. You got a lot of really Pleasance. fun weirds. Pleasance is in there. You're right. It's got a lot of fun weird stories that are kind of off centered. You got that they they got that cool like family tree of monster yeah. fucking that just oh yeah and it, it tells you about like, the different types of monsters. Yeah, it's a great, just making shit up too. Yeah, what's I the weird one? The I forgot the one that they about. make up. Find that clip about what it is, because it's like a stupid name of like a... It's quite simple, really. All you have to do is remember the basic rules of monsterdom. But it's because you're a Hume. That's yeah, why you don't remember it. Humes, they got the... <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a whole list of the fucking monsters. Now, a vampire and a werewolf would produce a vamp. But a werewolf and a ghoul would produce a goo. But a vampire and a ghoul would produce a vamgoo. A weir goo and a weir vamp would produce a shaddy. Now, a weir goo and a vam goo would produce a maddy. But a weir vamp and a vam goo would produce a ratty. Now, 
If a shaddy were to mate with a ratty or a maddy, the results would be a muck. If a muck were to mate with any of the other hybrids, their offsprings would be called shadmucks. And they only whistle. Well, they don't do it very often. This is a bad. It's not good. I don't like the style either, though. That's the problem. I don't like the style of any of the music in Monster Club. That's what's so disappointing about it. Tighten these bows. You feel such a fool. Of course it's stupid if no one else sings. Dicks. What's that one song, too, with the sucking noise? He, like, starts the whole thing. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? That's weird. weird. I do like that movie, though. That movie's fun, man. There's fun things about it, but it's a little, I don't know. It's got a fun vibe. It's got that that fun British sort of hammery vibe to it. The last vignette does is, like, fucking hard. Like, it's it's not fun or funny at all, really. Which is weird. The actual vignettes aren't, but, like, when when they're in the club, and, dude, there's there's monsters in the club that they just slapped Halloween masks on, and they're, like, the cheeseballiest fucking monsters that are just gathered in that club. That Wolfman dude. What's weird, though, is those masks, they look like actual... Like store bought stuff, but I don't think any of them are. Like at least <laughs> they all look like ripoffs of Don old Don Post masks, but I don't know if they actually are or not. It's they weird. look yeah, they look pretty generic. They just it's kind funny. of but I don't know if they're actually real masks, but they sure look like it. The wraparound's the most fun stuff in the movie, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Lighting's all the monster really cool. stuff. they're hanging out. And he's like befriended. Uh, Vincent Price. Yeah, he's a human, and he's come to the club, and, and, and Vincent Price has all this respect for him, and he wants to nominate him to oh, be he's in like, the club. Yeah, humans are equal monsters. They're even worse than us. Yeah, and he has that whole... I had it on the clip, but I took it off just because it's like... It's, it's a like long two list. and a half minutes. Where it's not all the evil the, shit that we do. Yeah, it's on the playlist. It's a great little monologue. It's a pretty profound message at the end of this goofball movie. <laughs> yeah. it's like, he's like, humans have done the worst things you can possibly imagine. Yeah. Like, And he just lists them, and all the monsters go like, oh my god, we didn't understand. Humans are pieces of shit. They are monsters, and we should have have a human in the monster club picks up a little I like to see too because it's got John Carradine old as fuck and Vincent Price approaching old as fuck dancing with all these weirdos and staring at each other like yeah we're in it. We're doing it. <laughs> Everybody's wearing like Halloween masks and like Vincent Price is there. The fucking vampire fangs. And... You're just pissed because you're not at this fucking club DJing this fucking party. <laughs> you fucking psycho. I'd have way better songs to play <laughs> if I was DJing the club. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have weird like police knockoffs playing the monster songs. That I mean. I just, I guess the conceit of it I should be into because it's a monster movie that has tons of monster music in it. But for years, I was just like, I just don't really like these yeah, songs. Cheesy. Yeah, it's, it's the it, whole reason you started this shit because you want to be the guy in charge of the fucking I know. party. What you you want to be the guy DJing the fucking Halloween party. I know. I want to be playing Dr. Hackenstein. Eat shit, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something else, Mikey. What's your favorite movie? Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street. 
Oh, I'll bet. Real scary, huh? Is that why you don't like to take your shirt off? You want to be like Freddy Krueger? Sort <laughs> of. Why else don't you want to take your shirt off? <laughs> oh god! Dude, what the fuck? This this isn't on the the playlist, is it? <laughs> These clips, the Mikey clips? No, dude, I just watched this movie. That's what's so fucking weird. That's that movie weird you watched from, it too from because Mikey. It's from oh. the movie Mikey, <laughs> a slasher about a little kid named Mikey. It's oh, actually great. pretty fun. It I, is fun. I, I mean, it is fun, dude. I watched this and I thought of you the entire time, like this motherfucker. If he finds this one, I'm oh, done. What's crazy about it was I downloaded this. I don't even know three four weeks ago okay and then last week i turn on fucking prime there and it boom, is there it yep. is I, I swear to god they're fucking tracking me like if i go and fucking find something two weeks later it's on fucking prime and i'm like you fucking motherfuckers you've seen this kid before too like he was like borderline macaulay culkin no, he's the blank I, this check movie, kid. oh there you go that's there you the go. kid from blank check this movie okay. might have ruined his career honestly <laughs> <laughs> it was like I thought they had a blank check. I don't even. I'm just saying, Mikey might have fucking like really ruined this kid's career. I don't honestly don't know. Dude, it's he's a up. dick too. Oh yeah, Mikey's a prick. He's like electrocuting people in jacuzzis. Dude, and in like, the first five minutes, he kills his entire family. Yeah. It's and is it a up. comedy or is no. it like it's just like a full on slasher? Yeah, I mean, it's got like a. You want to laugh at it? It's kind of goofy, especially okay, when they keep calling this kid, kid Mikey. Yeah, yeah that's, funny. that's the fucking real draw of it for me. Mikey, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> It's so funny, dude. Oh, God, it's stupid. But then when he says the fucking, yeah, the Freddy Krueger. Hmm. <laughs> that principal is in tons of shit, too. Yeah, he's You've pretty seen familiar. That and the chick, too, is, oh, it's fucking, what's her name? It's, for, it's uh, what's her name from Hellraiser? Oh, Ashley is, Lawrence. Yeah, is, the, oh, is yeah. the teacher. I don't give a damn about some son of a bitch in snakeskin boots and a cowboy hat. <laughs> the way he says hat is fucking great. Cowboy hat. <laughs> it sounds like it hurts to say. I think he has one lung, and that's why he can never get a full line out without, like, <laughs> he's got to squeeze every last word out. Cowboy hat. So good. Uh, we'll move on here to our next title track, which is actually a byline title track, but still worth listening to. This one's from 1986, and every one of our episodes has one. You know, that song that's just, uh, it doesn't fit. Like, where did this come from? Why is this in a horror movie? What is it doing on the playlist? And that song in this episode is A Critical Madness, a byline <laughs> title track to Tim Ritter's insane sophomore effort, Truth or dare I didn't add any of these samples by the way <laughs> I thought this was the song I was gonna think, it this is. is weird what is that a zither all I wanted was somebody to believe in me I feel so you Sharon's love. This is not us. <laughs> no, we're not doing this. Was that such a bad thing? <laughs> the makers of this film wanted you to hear this it like so this. Bad? This is the way the film ends. That's cold and so demanding. <laughs> Left alone to face his days without the answers, little one so needs. What? Now he's stumbling yeah, in. Exactly. 
for love and hope, a method to succeed. He's got a critical balance. <laughs> <laughs> That does not roll off the tongue. With love's strong, gentle hand, he could have made a stand, but now a critical madness has taken him away from me. So the movie's called Truth or Dare, A Critical Madness. A Critical Madness. So this is the byline Title track. This okay, is I get a it. byline title track. The backyard uh, maestro of the '80s video boom. Tim Ritter was only <laughs> 18 when he made the film Truth or Dare, and at times Damn. it kind of seems like, yeah, the guy who made this is 18. Yeah, but, but he got a song. But at other times, it seems like, man, this is really like a, a legitimate flick. You know it's what I mean? It's pretty funny. I got to say that. It is. How much pretty, did they pay for this song? I, I have no idea, but they got a real children's choir <laughs> to join what? in. You're going to hear that in a second. <laughs> the song is performed what? by Kay Reed with the Church of Our Savior Choir, they which had you're no gonna idea here in a second. Why? Why did Tim Ritter decide to have this like fucking Dion Warwick song at the end of this movie, which is basically a guy comes home, like a normal workaday guy comes home, finds his wife banging some other dude. He freaked, in the worst way. Yeah, like <laughs> so. He, so he freaks out and then just starts playing truth or dare with people that aren't there, and like mutilating himself. But he's not that regular working class dude, though. You find out that back in his past, this random truth or dare game that he played has totally like thrown him off kilter forever. Dude, and he's waiting for this trauma <laughs> to ignite his murder spree. <laughs> he's at the campfire with that Dude. like hooker he picks up Hilarious. on the side of the road and she's like, pull out your eyeball. <laughs> no, he okay, says, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> so fucking great. And he does. He like, he just mutilates himself and he ends up getting put into a fucking insane asylum when they find him. And in the insane asylum, he continues to play truth or dare with people who aren't fucking there and continues to mutilate himself. And one of the crazies actually like calls him on his shit. He's like, wait, wait a minute. You didn't go yet. It's your turn to do something. And it's like, <laughs> holy shit, that, those are the rules for truth or dare. And they fuck that him over. True. I love that at the end of this movie, though, this song specifically makes some sort of appeal that if he had just been loved, yeah. none of, he's not a bad guy. He's just, and it's hilarious because no. he's a fucking psycho. And then he makes himself this like copper mask in the the insane asylum shop. So now he's wearing this <laughs> copper mask in the, in the insane asylum. And then they give him a picture of his wife <laughs> just to fuck with him. Where they're like, hey, remember your wife? And you killed 
the guy she was fucking. She survives the whole ordeal, though, doesn't she, she? She totally survives the whole ordeal. And then he goes on this crazy, like, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, just daytime killing spree, where he's just driving through the town. He gets fucking nunchucks and, like, a grenade. <laughs> and he has that mace. He's got, like, a full-on mace and this copper mask that he's wearing. He just goes, this is a total, like, bad Sounds like critical madness at that point. <laughs> it, it pretty it's much definitely is. critical madness. <laughs> you look within his soul, you will see the teenage boy that needed faith and caring. <laughs> now he's alone. Poor guy. What is this song and doing at the end of this movie? All days are void of warmth and sharing. Left alone to face his life. Without the guidance young men often see She blames the system Now yeah. he's walking through a maze so I mean the problem is is that Mike Strouder is just crazy Another Mike too, another murderous Mike That cop calls him Mikey too at one point. That cop's the best part of the movie, honestly. Yeah, you got a couple from that cop. That cop is fucking great. I wouldn't give you yesterday's weather report, you shithead you. You <laughs> shithead you. He's yeah. so that guy. Well, his, his partner, that fucking big goofy guy with the mustache, yeah. who traps the dude in the small house. He kills a man. Dude, he burns the fucking shed. He, like, just sets this shed on fire, and he's, like, cheering for it. He's like, yeah, burn, you motherfucker. And then the cop shows up. He's like, what are you doing, you fucking moron? You can't just, like, corner a suspect in a shed and set it on fire. Are you out of your fucking mind? It's that random part of the movie where you always go at the end. You're like, wait a minute. That one cop killed a guy, an innocent man. Where, how come they didn't reference that? But they actually they do. Because he's like, you bet, I'm going to bring you up on charges, you shithead, you. It's like, <laughs> it's like you lose the key to the fucking radio car. You almost get me shot in the house. You kill a suspect. I'm bringing you up on charges. <laughs> Where's that, that guy from? He sounds like he's from fucking Massachusetts. He's, he's got the great. thickest Boston accent. It's fucking great. You'll love this movie. Great. The lead guy, right. too, is, is pretty great. He's pretty yeah, hilarious. Mike Strauber. And I don't know if you've ever seen um, Killing Spree. Killing Spree is the movie he did after Truth or Dare. I think it's on Prime right now. And Killing Spree also has that guy, the the guy who plays the cop in Truth or Dare. Oh, shit. Is his buddy in Killing good. Spree. It's basically the same thing. Like okay. the main character thinks his wife is banging other dudes. So he just starts killing them. Basically. I don't know what happened to Tim Ritter. <laughs> the 18 year old Tim Ritter is so fucking jilted everybody in these movies, but killing spree is fucking great. And, uh, the main actors in killing spree is asbestos felt. What is that actor's name? The guy's name? His name, and he's crazy, dude. He's just like wide-eyed with his bushy beard, and like he's just insane the whole movie. That's awesome. I totally recommend both of these Tim Ritter movies. I recommend Day of the Reaper is fucking great. Once you get into his later catalog, it gets a little sketchy. I think Creep is kind of like, eh. Twisted Illusions is pretty fun though. Uh, I I don't know if I've seen any of those. It's fucking great. The beginning of, of Truth or Dare, though, is hilarious. How he finds his wife cheating on him. Because you could see that he knows how a movie is supposed to work and how it's supposed to be structured, but he has no idea how to make a movie. 
So he's driving home and you hear the fuck noises of his wife cheating on him. Like, <laughs> but it's just him on, on screen driving. And you're like, what is going on in this movie? Is he listening to people having sex on the radio? Then he pulls into the driveway and it continues. And then they start cutting back to it. But he, he does the obvious movie thing where he opens the door and he calls out for his wife like 15 times. If you call out for your wife when you get home more than three or four times, she's definitely fucking somebody. And you should not find her. You should leave because what you find is going to be bad. <laughs> and then he does that total like double take. Oh, it's so like, good. I can't remember her name, but he's like, oh, Sharon, oh, right? Sharon. Yeah. Ah. And then he fucking great i highly recommend truth or dare a critical madness let's hear the end of it He's got the critical madness, madness. the kids the kids are singing i can see this vocalist like looking out of the booth like what am i singing right now <laughs> critical madness Now, I mean, putting a byline on your first movie, like uh, the first in the in the series or whatever, you know, it's like just a weird thing to do. Yeah, like you're already got a title, and you're like, yeah, kind of like Critical Madness too. Yeah, let's put that in there too. Maybe it out there. Maybe it was Critical Madness before, and they just changed it to Truth and they or went Dare. back to truth, truth or Dare. Yeah, I mean, calling the movie Truth or Dare makes plenty of sense. That Truth or Dare is a big part of the film. So, oh, what's happening? Hey, check that. Hey, check that out, man. It sounds like it came from Strawberry Cell. Nah, man, you go see. I'm just sitting here listening to this music. Hey, well, the, the music's done, man. Now check <laughs> it right, out now. All right, all right man. Get going. <laughs> The orderlies. Those are the two orderlies. You have the other one where he's like, I'll listen to your jive-ass music. I don't know if I labeled it that way on your keyboard, but it's funny, man. Those two fucking guys are great. It's just such a low-budget, like, backyard. You stop running your mouth. That's all you can do is flap your lips all night long. Give me a break. Why don't you listen to your jive-ass music? <laughs> oh, man. Critical badness. Yeah, it's just a total, like, critical badness. <laughs> it's a shot. I don't know if that one was actually shot on video, but because I know Killing Spree is like 16 millimeter, but that, that, that is just like... It sounds great, though. It's just backyard, just having a go. And I it's still like it, yeah. It's fun. He was just a horror fan that said, hey, I can do that. And yeah. You would be all about did. it, too, Graham. That's just like, this is right up your alley. I thought we watched it once at Derek's. <laughs> we did. We watched it after one of the Super Bowls. And I was so fucking hammered, I didn't even remember that movie when we watched it. I was just like, what the fuck? Man, so everybody's that? seen this but me. It's on the stream. All right, I'm going to check it check out. Check it out. It's on the stream. Critical Madness. Truth or dare. Moving on. You have not been recognized by this court. Will you remain silent, please? <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Normad. Normad can't hear this case. It's <laughs> not legal. <laughs> Normad. <laughs> what kind of name is Normad? Oh, I can't wait for Action Extractions Volume 3. Because we will get into Road to Revenge, but until then, we're stuck with these title tracks. And our next one is from 1987. 
It's from a British rock band that was active throughout most of the 80s, and they actually had a couple of songs on this soundtrack, as do a few other bands. It's pretty stacked. The soundtrack boasts three songs from Concrete Blonde, including Your Haunted Head and Still in Hollywood, and two songs from a band called Shock Paris, which I had never heard of until I looked up this soundtrack, where they were like just a totally weird 80s metal band. And those two songs kick ass, and one of them is going to be on the playlist this year, as will this title track, not from Sock Paris, but from a band called The Truth. It's hidden. Give me that. I have had it with you. What do you think this is, some kind of a game? You think you can waltz into this town, turn my department upside down, endanger the lives of my men? I am tired of you jerking me around. I want answers. I want to know why it takes 15 shots to take down some zoned-out stripper. I want to know why three law-abiding citizens all of a sudden go crazy and start killing people. I want answers, and I want them. What do you think this is, Twin Peaks? (laughs) Diane? This sounds like a roadhouse song almost. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> Pat Swayze backing him up? That is Swayze. It's not, listener. (laughs) (laughs) Graham's here to tell you. Definitely not him singing, but it's a cool song. (laughs) It is a pretty cool song. I don't know, Graham. (laughs) (laughs) Mikey doesn't think it's a pretty good song. Mikey, go home! Fuck out of here, buddy. This is it, Mikey. We're home. (laughs) (laughs) Not a big fan of the hidden song. I'm not a big fan of The Hidden, to be honest with you. You don't like The Hidden? No. The ah. Hidden? I'll like tell you hidden. why. Because uh, the, the Give hidden, it to me. Give it to me. I like it. I the Hidden, hear it. to me, were a few choice Fright Flicks trading cards that I had seen as a young buck, and then I had never actually seen the movie The Hidden that they were from. Nah, I put it on the stream just so you could watch The Hidden. Exactly. And then when I watched it, I realized that those few scenes that I had already seen on my fucking trading cards were the only cool scenes in the entire movie. And I was uh, like, this is pointless. Well, I mean, if you're looking for just, you know, the gore and the and the alien effects, which are totally like boteened out, like... Oh, they're great. The thing to the max, just like... And it, the craziest thing, the, the scene with the dog, because this was produced by uh, Bob Shea. So the dog that attacks the guy is Kincaid's dog. No shit. From Dream Master. Jason. Yeah, the dog Jason. Jason. The one that pisses. That is the same dog. So you wonder if that's Bob Shea's dog. I don't know if it's Bob Shea's dog. Or if he's hiring the same dog. He's like, I know a good dog. dog. And Lin Shay. (laughs) (laughs) What's that dog? You're going to get Lin Shay and the dog in every movie that I produce right now. (laughs) If you haven't seen The Hidden, though, you know this card I'm talking about. It's a guy grabbing another guy's face with a huge 
insectoid slime creature coming out of his mouth to, you know, I would imagine go into the mouth of the other guy, which I found out is exactly what happens when I finally watch this movie. But I mean, it's just not as cool. I mean, the movie doesn't stand up to the fucking decades of staring at that picture going, (laughs) what the hell is this? I mean, if you see it, probably in that order. I guess. Sure. I guess. Does the song represent it at all? Not at all. Yeah, I don't know. But the the, the metal song is pretty cool. And it, it's one from when uh, it's fucking, uh, it's, what's his name? Hank from Twin Peaks, also in the movie. He's oh, yeah. just bombing in that fucking car. There's some cool stunts, too, in the movie and stuff. And car sure. chase and all random shit. But and it's actually, it's fun, but it's got like a Men in Black kind of deal going on. And like Men in Black, it has its own title track. Kind of title track too, sweet song. Just as the credits are rolling. Twice hidden. Underneath your all what? Smile. Smile. <laughs> so much reverb. This whole song is drenched. Can't even hear that guy. What do you say right there? No. <laughs> it's not connected at all to the he plot. A two no, it's just no, kind of a. No. It's one of those title tracks where they're like, "We're gonna say the name of the, of the movie." It's hidden. We're not gonna talk about. My it. true feelings are hidden. The love is hidden. The me, I truly am, is hidden. But never there's an insectoid fucking Martian. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, not, it's yeah. body jumping and hidden inside a stripper. It's not Doctor Hackenstein. You know what I mean? It's more like Death Promise. Where what are we? Are we even talking about the movie? No, but we kind of are. It's hidden behind it's hidden. your eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I like the hidden though. If you're a Twin Peaks fan, it's, it's Kyle MacLachlan. He's basically just doing Agent Cooper, and he's this weird alien shit going on. So it kind of feels like Twin Peaks. So if you like Twin Peaks, you know, kind of watch that. That's funny. Who's the main guy though? That main cop, I've seen that guy. He's in tons, that guy's in of, tons shit. of shit, but You've I couldn't seen tell him? you who yeah, the yeah. fuck that guy was. There's yeah. good actors. That one old guy too. I don't know what the hell he's in. I've seen him and stuff. Oh, dude, Jerome from Summer School is in the Hidden. Oh, you know yeah, the guy who's like, dude, he's like, holy shit. He's like, the computer said I failed. The computer made a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. He's the guy like goes to the bathroom. Yeah, and yes. then comes back at the end of the movie. The guy from summer school. He's in there. Dude, he's in all kinds of shit. I'm just watching random movies. Jerome from summer school pops up. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. The is one program. Of them. Oh, Done. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Get on summer school. Well, he's like a football player in Beetlejuice, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll do some stuff, coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely Get out of here, you stupid asshole. Actually, William Smith played that old lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Judah, the case worker. <laughs> I, I got two songs left, and I'm I'm like, I'm like, where do I want to put them? 
Oh shit! I thought you decided this over there. Shit early. I know. I just like I got. I always try to like get better as it goes. That's kind of the move. Sometimes you screw I'll, around with me one time, I'll throw you out in your ass. <laughs> I love that guy from Christine. Guy runs the fucking junkyard. What's his name? I have no. He's another one. He's in everything. That guy. Guys and all kinds. He's grandpa. Well, not grandpa, but he's uh Gremlins too. Gremlins too, yeah. yeah he's yeah. the guy that plays the horror host. Uh, Gremlins too. I love that guy. He's so good in Christine. Just like just a fucking awesome. crotchety old man. Yeah, that's right. Running a junkyard. I'm gonna do it in this order. Because right, that's how I'm feeling right now. Coming hard. Also from 1988. Is this inclusion that made it onto the playlist last year? Eat shit, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> this is the title track that Graham brought to my attention as a glaring omission from both our title tracks episodes and the playlist itself, which made me feel fucking ashamed of myself. That you ought to be fucking ashamed of yourself. I should have been fucking ashamed of myself because I love this movie and I couldn't believe this one slipped through the cracks. Get him out of here, bailiff! Get him the fuck <laughs> out of here, bailiff. From 1988, Philip J. Settle. That doesn't mm. mean anything. That didn't inspire anything from you when I just said that, did it? I just smoked a J out in my car a few minutes ago, so <laughs> feeling a little spacey. Kill this guy, would you? Kill this guy, would you? There you Doug, go. Doug, stop. Doug, it's me. It's me, Roger. Kill this guy, would you? Doug, Doug, don't. Kill this guy. Doug, Man would you? Yeah, I was going to say that's Doug. Man Do something. <laughs> kill him, kill him, you brain dead son of a bitch. <laughs> Doug. That's the dad the from Christmas Story. Mulberry wine. Bring down my eyes. Roger? Roger. Hi, Doug. Welcome to Zombieland. Just an ordinary guy. Yeah! This is exactly the way you want a movie to end. What was that? This is premium title track, honestly. It should have been on the good. You'll never know, listener, because Derek sings over every one of these. I love when people do that. Are you prepared to become a memorial plaque on the cornerstone of a library building? Nice. We all die often. Rest assured, Gertrude, that you can afford not to. <laughs> that Rest is. assured, Gertrude. <laughs> I love that the song is like playing off the phrase dead heat as if you're like neck and neck, neck in a race but right dead heat the movie is about a dead, dead cop, cop absolutely so it's, i love it. it's like two completely different things <laughs> the same phrase that's yeah, like an indirect title track where you're like taking 
the phrase oh, the hidden hidden just did that where yeah, you're like yeah. hidden in your it's eyes hidden but we're not really talking about aliens invading other people's bodies same thing with dead heat from philip j settle this is a solid title track this is like exactly what you want from a title track right I just, what like, is the movie dead heat not giving you that's what i want to know I, it, it's got everything it's i mean got it, everything it does I want. nothing wrong <laughs> as far it's as a I'm perfect movie absolutely nothing wrong and my buddy uh, way back when I worked at the video store in Boston, it was the first day of work that I was actually there. It was right before uh, Halloween in October. And they were like, oh, just throw together a little shelf here. We're going to make a Halloween shelf. So I was like, oh, yeah, let's do this. Let's put some fucking horror movies together. So there'll be this guy named Malachi. <laughs> oh, shit. Right? Huh. That fucking serious. the corn. We he who walks behind the rows. <laughs> he did walk behind the rows. We he just who walks behind the video aisles. <laughs> <laughs> the rows of videos. We went and just grabbed a bunch of stuff, right? And we he came back with you know, a handful of movies. And this was one of them. And it's like, Treat Williams, fucking Joe Piscopo, just like holding guns on the front. It looks like some kind of Cuba Gooding Jr. Val Kilmer movie when you're looking <laughs> at the cover of it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is a horror movie? And he's like, no, this is so much more. And I was like, I got to see this movie. And we did. We went back to my apartment that night. We got high as shit. We watched Dead Heat. <laughs> and I fucking recommend Everybody oh, yeah. in the world watched oh, yeah. Dead Heat. I love this movie. I can't believe. You showed me Dead Heat. I did? When we lived together in, in uh, Van Nuys. Oh, for real? That was the first time I saw Dead Heat. <laughs> That's I, awesome. I, I had, and there was another one of those from Fangoria and shit like that. I had seen a pic pictures of everything. I knew the name. Like, i never even seen that shit, though. I don't even know. Did you have it on tape? Yeah, I have that VHS. And we watched that shit. Heat. That was my first time seeing that. I, the movie's perfect. <laughs> I think you described it too. For it's a like certain person. Eighties oh, <laughs> monster comedy buddy cop movie. Oh yeah, fucking perfect. With, yeah, it's hitting all those those points with like solid, solid effects. Oh yeah, yeah. great, great effects. From, from Steve Johnson, right? From everybody, right? Oh, that's uh, right. Steve Johnson, Screaming Mad George, Screaming right? Mad George, oh, Rick right. Lazzarini, like everybody tag teamed this thing. Yeah, Screaming Mad George did that like chicken or that butcher scene, right? Like where it's all like the carcasses. I think so. I don't. Even I think know. Lazzarini did the chickens, but who did the fucking the, the cow? Bull, the bull the fucking cow that just comes out, yeah. dude. That thing is awesome. It is insane. Scary. It's an insane piece of eighties practical piece of meat. effects, and it's fucking <laughs> great. This song is great. This movie is great. Fuck! Not an exit on the road. You got no place to hide. But if you crash and burn, at least you might enjoy the ride. Yeah. I feel like they just watched the ambulance scene and they're like, get the gist of it. We don't see no race cars. And you left out of Vincent Price, too. I mean, he's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was one of his last things, too, right? Yeah, what a, what a treat. Yeah. Wilson. Absolutely. And the Williams. Williams. <laughs> Lady, I'm fucking dead. Keep running in the dead heat. 
lady, I'm fucking good. Nice. Lady, I'm fucking dead. It's got Billy Madison's dad in it, too. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, Lady, I'm Christmas story. Yeah. Christmas story. Yeah. Yeah. Body, Body duck. And he's great. He's great. He's like hamming it up the whole fucking time with that guy. And, and, and like you had just mentioned, what I was going to mention was that we say this a lot where you're like, the guy in this movie is Matt Mistrella. But <laughs> Joe Piscopo in Dead Heat, not only does he kind of look <laughs> like Matt Mistrella, because he kind of does yeah. with the hair. Yeah. And just to get, like Joe Piscopo's face. I don't know if this is insulting to Matt Mistrella, but he just kind of looks like Piscopo. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit, right? Enough. Well, I think, you know, in Matt's defense, he's growing his face to look that way. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of built. <laughs> And just listen to this guy. Just, just, just Piscopo's whole fucking steez in Dead Heat is Matt Mistrella. Come on, Raj. Let's go find those suckers and trash their ass, man. <laughs> that wisecracking East Coast Italian. Totally. <laughs> Give me a break, Matt. Come on. You're going to disagree with me, Matt. Listen to this. And the Lakers won yesterday, but they didn't make the point spread. They had 10 bucks riding on that game. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> on. Is God. not Matt Mistrello? Or is he not Matt Mistrello? He lot. might try to fight you on this, but you know he's sitting at home. He listens to this right now like, yeah, I am fucking Piscopo. <laughs> yeah. He's flexing in front of the mirror. Just like, yeah, yoked Piscopo. Not like SNL Piscopo. Like, after when he started to like put on too many muscles for being silly <laughs> Joe Piscopo. That's Matt Mistrella. Broke Piscopo. <laughs> <laughs> Dead Heat Piscopo. His own variety Halloween show, Joe Piscopo. God, I love Dead Heat though. I'm not lying. I love that movie. It's great. It's such a fun movie. It's good. You've got, yeah, like you said, you've got you've got action, you've got zombies. Totally. You've got Vincent Price. You've got cops. You got car chases, explosions, Piscopo. Treat Williams, who I love. Treat Williams, who's not a tough looking dude. No, but he <laughs> makes it work and he's and he's and he's good in the role. You know, it's like uh you know. Mind if we ask you a whole lot of questions? <laughs> he's That's just great. like got that like just delivery where he's just He's good at being the straight guy. Yeah, though. absolutely. That, uh, what's that his one name? effect Fucking, too. Uh, the, the guy from Gremlins is Thule, who runs the Chinese restaurant that they go to, and they turn on the fucking resurrection machine, and uh, oh, that's fucking yeah. the, the Mogwai guy. And the big dude yeah. that's in everything. Oh, I get everything. He, he was like Francis S. Yeah. Buxton's fucking <laughs> butler. You know what I mean? He's chicken go birth. Oh, really? Why are you hosing him down? <laughs> awesome. Awesome that shit. That one effect, Danny. though. We got we to talk about that one effect. Talk about all of them. The, the face drip effect. Oh, yeah. It's like one of the greatest things of all time. Like, that's, that was full on Steve Johnson physical effect in camera on the girl's face. And I, I remember being like, oh, what, yeah, that's what is, how up. did that even happen? Oh, like, great. What is that shit? I like the, the fat biker zombie with the double face. Oh, dude, awesome. that guy's awesome. Yeah. From the fucking, when they go to the, uh, the laboratory and they're fighting yeah, and that he, like, dude. he comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Love that guy. 
weird to look at though when you're like totally. first seeing that you're like what am i even looking at this is scary am i on drugs yeah no he kind of <laughs> looks like you're on drugs it almost seems like steve johnson was on drugs when he designed that i don't know graham <laughs> graham is making paranoid accusations <laughs> graham is making paranoid accusations let's dead heat let's listen i got another one so let's listen to the very end of dead heat isn't it so? Everybody dies, rich and poor. Death doesn't discriminate. At least not your mouth. This is ridiculous. Well, let's face it. Poor people are supposed to die, but the same rule doesn't apply to us. We're really rich. rich. God wants us to live forever. <laughs> and even if he doesn't, you can always buy him off. <laughs> it's a dead heat. Yeah! Get a against time. Perfect. So good. Vincent Price, old as shit, is the best. Yeah, I, he's, that's yeah. my favorite Vincent Price. As much got, as I love him, but he just got creepier. Yes. Andy Schoenberg had a great story uh, at K and B because he worked on this. Did he really? And they life casted Vincent Price, and he was coming in, and everyone was all excited at the shop, and they were all freaking out. And he was late or something like that, but no one cared. It's Vincent Price, you know, and they're like, we got to take care of Vincent Price, especially because he's old, you know. And a fucking freak thunderstorm started right before he got there. <laughs> so it just set the mood for Vincent Price coming <laughs> in. And they live cast him. There's like thunder and all kinds of shit. I'm like, that's the fucking best story. What do you have, Algenit? <laughs> it's so amusing. It's <laughs> smooth. <laughs> The music is so smooth. That music is smooth. I love Dead Heat. Another one from 1988. The year of the title track. It's also the year of the Halloween movie. The class of 1988 is a solid, solid year for Halloween movies. That might be an episode. Let's talk about all the different Halloween movies that came out in 1988. That should be an episode. Because it's like fucking Primal Rage, Hack-A-Lantern, Night of the Demons. Like, it just doesn't end. There's just like a laundry list of Halloween-themed movies that came out Halloween 4. Like, everything. Everything Halloween movie came out in 1988. And, quite frankly, there's a shitload of title tracks from 1988. It's a magical year. It's a magical day. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. But that brings us to our last title track, which is also magical. It's from 1985. And for my money, I'm going to call it now. This is my pick from this episode. Damn. This thing, I, I don't know why. I just forgot about it. It should have been on the good. Like, if you were going to do a good title track episode, you might want to throw this song on there. Uh, Ghostbusters. It's a scene. <laughs> but it didn't make it onto that episode. But what it's the here. fuck happened? I don't know what the fuck happened. I just forgot about this movie and this yeah, song. Yeah, sure you did, you shithead, you. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? What am I talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about Cat's Eye. This is fucking great. Oh, listen to it. Yeah, what is it? Sounds like a fucking 
got like a spookiness to it. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, not anymore. Did fucking Billy Ocean just show up? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Seriously, I want every movie to just end with this song. Like the all of them. That's just just this song. Yeah. Just plug it Put in. Put a leash on it, Tarzan. <laughs> Whoa, easy. Whoa, I just slapped my board. And that's what it's in. All right, buddy. I'll take it easy. That's I'll, dangerous. I'll Slow down. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, Marty. I'm sorry. You're saying like every movie should just end like this? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm saying Jurassic Park. <laughs> There's a dino over there. <laughs> Jurassic Park. You don't want him to come near. <laughs> oh, shit. But it's, it's, it is just the epitome of like title track goodness. Like everything that's great about a title track is Roadhouse. There's a fight happening over there. <laughs> Roadhouse. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that's really going for it is it's not sung by, like, a real popular band. But it sounds close. It sounds close. You it's got me spellbound! <laughs> this could have been on the radio in the 80s. Oh, absolutely. Listen but to that synth bass, dude. It's just... I feel like they say cat's eye a little too much. That's what you're supposed to do. I'm saying for the radio. <laughs> for the radio. Well, that's the thing. Like, a song about cat's eye, no, no one's going to know cat's what the fuck eye. is going on in the song. Like, what is this? You like, got me spellbound! I mean, this really doesn't even get away. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. They're talking about the fucking whole thing. Man. It's a little gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> the song is performed by uh, Ray Stevens. And no, Matt Mistrella, not that Ray Stevens. Though the spelling <laughs> is the same in the particular credits. This is not the guy who sang the streak. <laughs> oh, yes, the Colin streak. <laughs> yeah, it's not that Ray Stevens, Matt Mistrella. <laughs> this Ray was notable for starring in the 80s TV show, The Great Space Coaster. Have you ever heard of that? No. How about you? Uh, no, just now. How about you, listener? Have you ever heard of the <laughs> 80s Space Coaster? The Great Space Coaster. I'd never heard of that show, but the singer of this song was apparently on that program, and he was briefly the lead singer for the Village People. And I don't give a damn about some son of a bitch in snakeskin boots and a cowboy hat. The cowboy Dude, he makes these weird sounds.
It's so vaguely about something creepy and spooky that it's like, yeah, this will fit in any fucking creepy movie named Cat's Eye. Like a puppet dance. No, I think he's talking about the, you know, the little electric booth that the... That scene. Oh, yeah. Or the guy on the side of the ledge. You know, he's popping in and around. Cat's eyes popping in and around. I feel like if you're going to do Stephen King, that's the way to do it. You know, short bursts. Just fucking rather than trying to stretch those stories out to a feature length, you're just like, boom, 20 minutes. Get it. I feel like you can skip right to the end with the Carla and Baldy gremlin and that just call it a day. I mean, yeah, I mean that I mean, thing's fucking fun, great. I, I, I like the other two stories. You don't like the other two stories? I like I the first one with James Woods. I think that one's kind of fun. Yeah, he's at the party and the guy's got like 90 cigarettes in his mouth yeah. and his ears and, and the girls are walking around with a giant cigarette packet. Yeah. It's great. If you're a smoker or an ex-smoker. I mean, James Woods just seems like an ex-smoker. <laughs> or a current smoker. <laughs> or a current smoker. That seems weird. It's got that paranoid vibe to it where everybody's just like, Everybody yeah. seems to be following him to make sure he's not fucking smoking. And he's trying to figure time. out if it's like, sir, is this guy really going to like electrocute my wife if I smoke a cigarette? Yep. When he and finally like, takes yeah. that one drag and sees the guy in the sports car, though, <laughs> yeah. that's the best part. <laughs> the guy's like smiling at him like, hey, hey. yeah, you're yeah, done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. And the second one, too, I like, too, with the guy from Airplane. Yeah. And he's walking around the ledge. And the other guy, too, I can't remember his fucking name, but he's he's a famous actor. The guy who's forcing him around the ledge and that's scary you know like walk around this fucking side of the building I, I'm afraid of heights so. that guy's like an evil Rip Taylor <laughs> <laughs> which I should have had throwing confetti the, the Wayne's World sounds you know fucking Rip Taylor that would be great yeah I have <laughs> a question when did you turn into a nut bar right about <laughs> here How you touched me night and day? Yeah, maybe. I am Spamboo! <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, that's it. Those are all the title tracks from this fourth volume of title tracks for you all. And I gotta ask, because I always do, what was your favorite title track from this particular roundup? Mikey. Honestly, you went pretty big at the end there, and I in the last two, I forgot all the rest of them. <laughs> I don't even remember what the rest of the fucking tracks were. Well, you got Would you believe it when you're dead? So that's pretty great. That's you also fun. got he got some calamari. Like what the fuck? What does he say? He's like cannelloni, calamari, cannelloni, cannelloni. Cannelloni. Turn of the killer tomatoes in there. Sequel to a song. We got that. Oh yeah, that's fucking. Oh yeah, that's on the nose. 
love this track. I kind of like it too. I don't care. Okay. That's definitely the weirdest one if you're into the weird selections. Absolutely, and clearly it wasn't this one. (laughs) I want the other Monster Club song. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Spanner. That's how you know they're British. Obviously, not Mikey's favorite. You got uh, this one. There's nothing I can do. I always pee when I poo. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you do. And then you got dead heat and cat's eye, obviously, so... Yeah, I mean, it's hard to compare, man. I go cat's eye. I can't. I, I really wanted to lean Dead Heat because I love Dead Heat. It was my favorite song I added to the playlist last year. It's a great title track. It's a rocking little tune, man. feels like fucking race car jam. I don't know what that means, but it's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Like you're talking. It's, it's, it's a race car jam. I'm going to have to go with that one. Just and I, But unfortunately, I love the song, but unfortunately... It's because of how much I love the movie. I mean, Dead that's just solid. There's I mean, no way to separate that. You're getting awesome effects, awesome fun story, cool performances, crazy, yeah. crazy makeup effects, and that song to yeah. fucking like is the cherry on top. Dead as a Heat. sweet song, as a sweet song, as a title track, as everything. The whole thing is just such a fucking beautiful little package wrapped up in a great bow, handed to you. Get it? It's dead heat. <laughs> that was perfect. That was a good salesman right there. Uh, well, You're I'm going to agree. Freak with a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I am a freak with a microphone. How about you, Graham? Last uh, time you selected the Killer Tomatoes song. Did I? I think so. Yeah. Well, good for me. I would. I, I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> I'm honestly between. Uh, it's a dead heat. Yeah, it's a dead heat. Yeah. What is it? It's a dead heat in a Zeppelin race. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, I get it. We almost all three of us almost picked dead heat because I was like, this is this is the song. Yeah, it's too easy. This is the song. And um, then the, the cat's eye to me was just like. If I had to just throw man. a bone down to one of the lesser songs, I'm going to give it to Dr. Hackenstein. <laughs> <laughs> The I love Dark Dragons. I'm not gonna fault you for that one. That's pretty fun. I thought you would have gone Green Slime for sure. That to me, that seemed very Graham. No, I mean I slime. dig it. I just think the the goofiness. It's almost like it's that guy Thomas Dolby. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a. Uh, <laughs> she blinded me with science. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> 
The bubbles in the background. Dr. Hackenstein. But Dead Heat is just. You can't fuck with Dead Heat. Like you said, it's like the it's the icing on the cake. You put that on your gravy. Yep. I put that on my gravy. <laughs> <laughs> I put that on my gravy. Nice. <laughs> well, everybody, that wraps it up. That was this, pretty great. For this title track, yeah. Roundup on Shin Dig Radio. There you uh, go, listener. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it, too. I hope you enjoyed all these songs. I hope you enjoyed listening to us. Oh, it was fun to do another show. I can't wait to see what the next show is going to be about. Actually, I'll tell you what. I was thinking about it today. Don't interrupt me, punk. Don't interrupt me. Well, you weren't talking. <laughs> what the fuck? I was man? talking. Is that your hit dad? It, hit another one. I don't know. <laughs> Is that Marty? That's a Marty's the guy with the hey, jump card. In the movie Troy, Achilles is the greatest warrior of his time. <laughs> God, I love Marty. He loves that movie. I love I love that he's on the board. I like that you you sent him the clips and he loved that we that we used him on them. He approved. He thought it was funny. That's great. That's all I need. It's Marty's good. approval. It's good to hear. To to <laughs> to put Marty on. Yeah, that's healthy. Yeah, it is healthy. It's healthy to put Marty on a soundboard. I was thinking for the next episode, because it'll probably be by the time this gets released, we record the next episode, it's probably going to be time for our Halloween show. So I was thinking since 2020 has been the weirdest fucking year that we've experienced, we'd do a little happy Halloween and listen to the weirdest Halloween songs oh. that the playlist has to offer. Uh, yeah. We listened to the the rockinest, most heavy metalist, headbangingest songs last year. This year's the weird ones, the little like <laughs> off kilter ones, the the silly, the silly and the strange. So uh, that'll probably be the next Shindig Radio episode, the Halloween show. Get into that. If you're excited for that and you like Halloween songs. So Halloween's not canceled this year? It's not canceled on Shindig Radio, I'll tell oh, you that shit. much. You think if, if you think it's fun to say Halloween is canceled this year, then go fuck yourself. <laughs> Halloween's we're Unless not you're a Jehovah's Witness, it's not canceled. <laughs> <laughs> you can't cancel a day anyway. Like, how do you cancel a day? You can't cancel it. The, the, the U.S. government tried to skip the year 1984, and it didn't work out for them. See? So you're not going to skip fucking it? Halloween. Or did it? I don't know what that means. What does that mean? I think we're <laughs> stuck in this name for They tried. They put it to a vote. It didn't pass. They were like, okay, I, I think this is going to be 1984. And, like, and then Van Halen was like, yep, going to release an album. Since when did the man take over things like trick-or-treating? Like, when we were kids, it wasn't like it was a thing. Like, okay, guys, get ready. We're starting trick-or-treating now. Everyone yeah. trick It's like... Trick-or-treating is just a, it's a thing, it just and you do it whenever the fuck you want. And well, you, you do it on Halloween, it. that's for sure. Well, yeah. yeah. don't just do it on February 6th. But now, but I'm just saying, now they have, like, it's only these two blocks, or you only do it at the mall, or you only do it in these neighborhoods, or, you know. Or you gotta go well, to a parking a, there's lot, a lot of eat out of a trunk. There's a lot of <laughs> pedophiles next door. There was a lot of pedophiles next door in the 70s and, so, and 80s, too. No, there's more just now. Many. There's No, there's more now. I think there's more now. Then. There's less getting caught back then, but there's more now. See, I think there's just what are you as many. I'm going to their meetings. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Graham. You know, I think it's time that you start to, you know, seek some professional counsel. <laughs> I is, think there's just as many back in the day, but now they have outlets like the internet, so they're not picking yeah. off trick or treaters yeah, left and, and right. 
no, see, that's what I'm saying, man, is there's more kids. There's more pedophiles. The kids are going to the doors. It's like a, it's like a pedophile's wet dream. A kid coming to your door asking for candy. Look, these pussy kids need to go to the doors. We went to the doors. We knew who to avoid. You're right. Some people gave us pennies. Some people gave us pencils that were unsharpened with old ass erasers that would break off the second you'd use them. Toothpaste. You know what I'm saying? All kinds of dumb shit. Some people tried to give us apples and we were like, no, we know the rules. We know what's up. We're fucking strong, young, trick-or-treating badasses. Yeah. Yeah, that one guy who always made you, like, fish for the candy in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, you guys have it, yeah, right? <laughs> Shut your mouth, S.A. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and with that, we'll wrap this up. We're going to leave you with a title track, another title track from one of the films you've already heard from tonight. However... It's just a slightly different title track with a very summer theme. So to end your summer, by the time you listen to this, it'll probably be the end of summer. We're knee deep in it here in Southern California until fucking December 2nd anyway. (laughs) But (laughs) for other people in other parts of the country, your summer's winding down. There's no better summer title track than this one. We thank you all for listening again. Or thanks for listening again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Eat shit, Derek. Or get a job. <laughs> she got a rhythm all around. Someday soon, if I keep praying, she might see how big I have grown. And won't it be fine? Now the summer's gone, but she's on my mind. I had to leave her behind So it's back to school If only I can get me through it Well, what'd you think of that one, Sid? That had to be one of the worst movies I ever saw yeah. But you know, it's all part of the business Running turkeys like that Hey, listen, <laughs> can we show that big-breasted women Go to the beach and take their tops off yeah, again? Yeah, I like that Let's do that tomorrow, okay? All right, who let those carrots in here? Hey, you carrots, get off the stage What are those guys doing? 
Hey, wait a minute. You guys can't come in here. Look. What, what don't, are you doing I, with those guns? Don't, don't point no, that. No, no, no. You say he was eating a sandwich? <laughs> what kind of sandwich was this alleged man eating? <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs>